A new generation has emerged in the earth. A seed in the ground has been sprouting, yet all around everything looked dead. Like the ground has closed every crack that the fragile seedling requires to sprout, out of the unseen to the seen, out of the death stage with resurrection power. But when the Kairos moment is announced, not even the concrete pavement can stop that seedling from pushing through. The trumpet has sounded, and that sound has hit the core of the earth. A new generation has emerged. A generation prepared and released by the heavens. Feared and hated in hell, yet the world does not recognize, neither is it ready for us. A generation coming from the wilderness of the word, where we have learnt how to die to our carnal ambitions, and embrace the mandate of our Creator. A generation who have overcome the temptations that appeal to the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh and pride of life. Our sword is soiled with the blood of our crucified flesh, and desires of the flesh. A generation that has gone through our valleys, and made a decision to join the remnant. A new generation alive in Christ has emerged. A generation whose natural appetite was long overtaken, by the spiritual appetite that declares. My food is to do the will of he who sent me and to finish his work. The king's food and wine is not what entices us, but we choose to eat that which proceeds from the mouth of God. In a world of varied options, we are the generation with a singular sight. We have locked eyes with Christ. The author and finisher of our faith men and women who have made a covenant with our eyes. A new generation fiercely committed to the word of God has emerged. A generation who know that our lives are worth the blood of the Lamb, therefore we cannot be bought with any position, nor sold for any price. We have eaten of his flesh, and drank of his blood, therefore we can confidently say, it is not I who live but Christ in me the hope of glory. A generation that does not take lightly, the greatest event in human history, the cross. We know, it is because of the finished work of Christ on the cross, that we emerge in this season, to establish kingdom lifestyle in the earth. A new generation birthed on the cross has emerged. A generation with the Isaka dimension is here, we know what Kairos we are in, and what we ought to do. The heavenly assignment is all we are here for, to become the interface between heaven and the earth. Downloading all that heaven wants installed on the earth. Heaven looked down for a man who would stand in the gap for the nations, and this generation, in one voice answered. We are here. And are willing to be misunderstood for our faith, rejected for our boldness and courage, and persecuted for holding on to the word. For the joy set before us, we are willing to be identified with Christ. A new fearless generation has emerged. We might not be perfect. Our past might try to haunt us. The enemy will try to stop us using any available vessel, but, like a pilot about to take off, we are announcing. We are committed. No turning back. From the north, south, east and west, behold, a new generation, who will bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. A new generation has emerged, backed by the heavenly host, with a trumpet sounding. Let God arise and all his enemies be scattered. A new generation that has no color, no race, no gender, and no status has emerged. The Ecclesia has emerged. We are the Cyrus community. Hello and welcome to the Cyrus community. This is Business Unusual. Today, we have a real fireplace conversation. And of course, this is birthed out of the conversations we've had with most of you, both locally and globally. And I think we feel that um, our pace is too fast. Yes. Sometimes we are too fast and <laughs> yes. we assume everybody is racing with us. Yes. So we can be talking about one thing and assume that everybody is getting it. Yeah. So today we feel like let's slow down, let's explain ourselves and maybe even explain how you should be pursuing the word so that you don't feel like you're in a race where you're trying yes. to catch up with the word yes. and the proceeding word or yes. something like that. And, and also not feeling that you are pressed to always be where we are at. Yes. I think it's very important to understand that when uh, a pioneer is pushing ahead and opening a territory, we fully understand that there are those who will come and settle later. 
Mm-hmm. There'll always be a group of people that are in the drug, are people who are with you and are people who are also catching up. Yes. So we kind of realized, like you said, from the conversation we've had with people, that there are certain key elements of the journey we've had in the last not just couple of months, couple of years. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that we need to bring a bit of clarity to mm-hmm. to then help people engage at where they are without either burning out, yes. being frustrated, or getting impatient. Mm. Because it depends. Because you're not different I think dynamic. also what is coming out from many people yes. is we thought, remember with the microwave generation, yes. where we thought things are <laughs> I mean, they happen quickly, they happen today, you talk today, tomorrow something happens. And I think in our last conversation, we said that when you plant, you don't expect a harvest tomorrow. And that is one thing we have tried to talk or to say for the last so long, where we say that the word of God, Mm. where even though it is God, the creator of the heavens and the earth, who has spoken, most of us have the Genesis mentality. That day one God said, let there be light. Yes. And there was. Yes. God, they too, God said, and there was. And people yeah. are like, okay, wait. In my life, he's taking so long to yeah. come through. Yes. But we have explained something before. Mm. That when the word of God comes, yeah. it first changes you. Yes. Now, it doesn't change you automatically. It uses your pace. Can yes. I use their use? Yes, or yes. Yeah, it depends a, on, your, yeah, on your pace. Yeah. There's, a, there's a level at which you yield that. Yes. Yes. The pace at which you yield that determines a certain changes. And I think it's important to, to separate two dynamics. First of all, we've said this many times. God doesn't operate by urgency. Mm. Okay? okay? God is not in a panic about transition and changes. But God also has what we call overreaching things where some seasons happen anyway. And when they begin to unfold and everything is in place, those seasons will change. There are people who will begin to live in that season. Mm-hmm. There are others who may not begin to live in it immediately. Okay. Okay. So it's not almost like I was left out. Mm-hmm. Other people I need, therefore God left me. No. It is just that I'm not experiencing certain things God has said I should be experiencing now. I could be experiencing things that were said before because I'm not yet where I'm supposed to be. So we're not speaking in parable. We will come out clearly <laughs> so, on everything we are saying. There's a question here. Yes. There's a question that came out. Yes. That we say that of course Matthew 4, 4 says Jesus talking here yeah. that man shall live on the proceeding, proceeding word. word. Yes. And we said that when we talk about living on the proceeding word, we are yes. talking about your entire life should be mm. governed by the word of God. Yes. God has an int- intent yes. and he expects this word to live in you. Yes. Now, can you explain that again when we okay. say that man lives on the proceeding word? word? Yes. Now, the, the reality is this. Notice the term lives by. Okay. Meaning yeah. your life, mm-hmm. your reality, Everything going on around you is governed by by a proceeding word. But what is a proceeding word? We must always remember, a proceeding word is God's intent for us. Okay. And that intent is good. Mm. Because there's this burden sometimes we have. When we say God, we live by a proceeding word, we think that it's almost like we will make God angry. Mm. Because we are not engaging with that word. But when Jesus used that term, the idea is this. Is that God... And he was, he was quoting from an Old Testament uh, scripture. Yes. Where, where Moses is speaking to the, to the nation of Israel when he says, listen, at the end of the 40-year period, you've gone through so much. You've seen so many things. You've gone through so many trials. But God allowed you to see some of these things so that you can learn. Mm. You can learn. That man does not live by bread alone, alone, but by every word. In other words, you don't just your life is not just governed by provision and subsistence. Your life, the fullness of life, the abundance of life, comes from something that God intended from you that is released through the proceeding word. word. Now, if you understand that, then you'll understand that at any given time, there is a word God has released that is supposed to govern our lives. Now, the other thing that informs us, and of course we've said this before, mm. is where we are saying that it's written mm. that Elijah heard from God. Yes. And it happened. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm. Moses heard from God. And it happened. Yes. We see the woman with the issue of blood saying, mm. if I do this, yes. it means this will happen. Yes. We've heard 
the prophets talk and we talk about Paul, mm. they all heard from God. Yes. But when they heard from God, yes. it happened. Yes. And we are the generation that is saying, at what point did man stop living by the proceeding word? Mm. Where you hear from the heavens mm. and it happens in the earth. Yes. What is it that we are doing today that can be captured mm. for the generations to come? Mm -hmm. And that's what drives us when yes. we say yeah. that can we live on the proceeding word? Yeah. So that we see a word of God being mm. spoken in our lives and the word becoming flesh. Yes. I think that's yeah. what we need yeah. to really and, explain and, further. And I, and I think, guys, it is not an easy thing to do. Yeah. Because we were not in a vacuum before mm -hmm. the word came. Yes. We were living in a particular way. We could have been living on a cultural word. Okay. Meaning from culture, from nature. Yes. We could be li living on experience, living on our skills, living on all sorts of things except what God says. Yes. So when God speaks, there is a conflict. Mm. There is a major conflict in the trajectory our life was in. And now, one of the conflicts many people have yeah. is that we tend to come to God because we are desperate. <laughs> when, we're in, when, when we're in trouble, yes. when everything has failed, yes. meaning we are also not in the best place exactly. to receive a word. Yes. We are so already crowded yes. and clouded yes. by anything else but the word of God. Exactly. So, and that crisis yeah. puts us in this predicament. The predicament where we are willing to obey to get out of trouble. <laughs> not to obey. That is not living by the word. So, when I come and say, listen, yes. I want a word because yes. I'm in trouble. Exactly. So, this word that I'm looking for mm -hmm. is not to get me closer to God. No. It's to get me further from my problem. Yes. So, I'm actually not looking at God. This yes. is not where my gaze is. Yes. I'm looking at the problem and saying, can yes. you get me away from this? Exactly. Not closer to this. So, exactly. us here now we are saying, when you talk of the proceeding word, it's yes. supposed to be bringing you closer to your father. Because the closer you get to him, the more you become like him in the sense of yes. how you deal with issues in the earth. Mm. So when the word of God comes and we say that we are living by the proceeding word, mm. we are saying that this word comes to you first. Yes. yes. Before it changes your situation. Yes. So and I, explain. Yeah, and let me say something. Okay. Before I, I go to that. You yes. said the way you get close to God. Mm -hmm. Guys, today we are going to take time to slowly just <laughs> disengage certain interpretations. Yes. And that's what this is about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We, we, there are so many things you can call this message today. Call it what you want. One of them is accurate transitioning. Another one, getting unstuck. Mm. Another one, clarity for life. There's so many things. Yes. Let me say this. When we say getting close to God, we're mm -hmm. not talking about a religious activity of getting spooky or getting hyper-spiritual mm. or, or, or regularly reading your Bible or regularly attending a meeting. We're talking about functioning more accurately, functioning more powerfully. That's what it actually means to get close God. So what happens is that when you come from a crisis situation, mm. you cherry pick the word. Because you're looking for what can get you what out of What can fix me? What is the minimum requirement <laughs> to get out of my problem? Okay. And if you live like that, every time you exit your problem, mm. you have no need for a word. Wow. <laughs> because that was your intent. So yeah. you're living by mercy you're living by uh god's grace but you're not living by god's word hmm. okay yeah and it's listen living by grace is powerful but living by god's word is more powerful hmm. yes so this is what happens to us so when we hear the word that way we kind of cherry pick it so well i think for the sake of this conversation let's use the three usual positions we like mm -hmm. where we talk about adulam we talk about Ziklag, and then we talk about Hebron. We can also use the same dynamic to talk about the guys who are in Adulam or when you break out of Adulam, when you get the barley harvest. Mm -hmm. When you get out of Ziklag, when you get wheat. the wheat harvest. When you get into Hebron, you get into the wine. wine harvest. So we're going to use those as metaphors to show how easy it is to get stuck in transition. Or go, of course. Mm -hmm. So, I have problems. I've been told God can answer problems. So, at that mo problem um, uh, moment, I am seeking a solution. I'm not seeking a word from God. Mm. So, when you're seeking a solution, 
the desperation can mask a lot because mm. a desperate person is compliant mm. in any situation. So that's not obedience. That's not obedience, it's compliance. Alright? Mm -hmm. So I receive a word and listen, all of us have journeyed that journey. <laughs> we have lived the journey ourselves. Yes. Where that happens to you and then when the crisis comes away from you, you find yourself going back to default. You know why? Because the word that came didn't change you, it changed your situation. Mm. So it is the same you going back and you will loop back into another situation. Mm -hmm. So that's one way of engaging with the word. Where you want a miracle, you want a, something to get you out. Yes. The second phase is what we talk, where we talk about being at Ziklag. At Ziklag is when you did transition past crisis and you now have a value for the word. Okay, but the value you have for the word now is a value that can bring you to stability, to so that your life becomes comfortable. Your life can work. So there's still an element of self. Earlier, you had an element of self-preservation. Mm -hmm. Now you have an element of selfishness. Okay, you see, self-preservation yeah. means anything to survive. Selfishness means protect what I have. Mm because I don't want to go back where I'm exactly. coming from. So sometimes the pain of where you're coming from yes. forms a new stronghold yes. which tells you, since you don't want to go back there, do exactly. anything to remain here, yes. including compromise. Exactly. That is now the problem of exactly. this position. Exactly. Yeah. So, so you can be in two scenarios. You can be here compromising and not keeping all the word, yes. cherry picking what works because you want to thrive here. The other side of the coin, you could be staying in the world because you're terrified God could send you back there. Mm. So, you, so, so you're not here out of relationship or love. You're here out of duty or fear. Mm. You get the difference? Yes. So that's another way you can interact with the world and that doesn't bring satisfaction. Mm. After some time you'll get frustrated yes. because human beings get used to places. <laughs> A day will come when this place is so normal and familiar and at this place also, you can get into self-preservation. Remember, you come from self-preservation and protection. You want to be set out. Now it's in selfishness. Selfishness means your motives for everything have to do with how to advance yourself, how to take care of yourself, how to keep yourself safe. Yes. So the problem with this place is that there are other things that can show up that are no longer need the word for you to do this because you have means when you talk about ziklag now yes this is also the place where we saw people saying listen i'm not going with you yes i'm not pursuing because right yes. now when david said may i pursue and yes. god says yes yes some people say listen you go i will leave stay. me here i will stay yes. meaning you don't have the power to war yes. the power to fight the power yes. to go after something that will benefit somebody else yes you always ask when i go after that yes is it for me or for us for others if it's for us yes uh, let somebody else do it. Exactly. Okay? Yes. Then now Ziklag, uh, yes. going back to Adulam again, yes. a place where you are in trouble, mm -hmm. where you are being pursued by everything around you is just war. Mm -hmm. It's permanently at war. Yes. So some people get tired of that war yes. and choose to go to the next level yes. where they feel, okay, what if I get just comfortable? Yeah. But don't get me, if, as long as I'm comfortable, don't yes. get me out of this. Exactly. I'm okay. I'm okay where I am I, now. I, yes, I don't need to engage. Mm -hmm. And the only things I have to engage are the things that if I don't engage might cost me. <laughs> so it's all about me. Yes. Only if, if I feel if I do this, something will go wrong. Okay. This is where the sense of duty. Now, why are we saying these things? Because sense of duty is not living. Remember where we are? Live by the proceeding word. word. At Adulam, you don't live by the proceeding word. Mm. Adulam, you take whatever comes to get you out. <laughs> anything, anything. <laughs> anything. Here, you don't live by the proceeding word. Mm. You live by the proven word. Okay, explain. Not proceeding, meaning, is there a record? Mm. Who else has done this? Yeah. Where has God You live here by the preceding word. Yes. Not the proceeding word. So God did this. Yes. God did it for him. Yes. God did it for her. Therefore, yes. I have witnessed exactly. that this can be done. Exactly. So this is not God... Uh, the word of God driving me, yes. it is looking at the past and seeing God did it. Therefore, exactly. let, me, let me try. Let me. And, and, and usually yeah. at Ziklag, you don't like risks or risk oh, takers. Yeah. Because anybody who wants to rock the boat might mess a good thing. Mm. So you, you kind of become that person. I mean, I always have this imagination in my mind. 
When we hear the story of Peter getting out of the boat and walking on water to go to Jesus, mm -hmm. in our mind we think the others were taking notes. <laughs> Let's be honest, if you and Peter were friends <laughs> and you see something walking on water at mm -hmm. night, mm -hmm. middle of the night, glowing in the water and talking in the voice of Jesus, or at least a voice that claims to be Jesus, mm -hmm. what would you believe? Mm -hmm. And if you see Peter saying he's going to step out and walk, what would you have done? You'd have fought him. Mm. You'd have told him he's crazy. You'd have told him it is safer to be on the boat mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. than to step out into the waves. That's how Ziklag works. We are safe here. Don't rock the boat. Don't rock the boat. Yeah. Let things be. So that's another place. But the place where you move by the preceding word is called Hebron. Now Hebron is a bit tricky. Hebron is tricky because it's not about you anymore. Hebron is tricky because it will cost you. Hmm. Hebron is also tricky because it is according to the word of the Lord. Direction is no longer coming from, even though I have skill, even though I have capacity, yeah. even though I have strength. Something in Hebron says you have to be reconfigured to understand what God is saying. Hmm. Now that is what we mean by living by, by the proceeding word. word. Because the proceeding word, when it comes, it is in God's mind, how things should be. Mm -hmm. It finds you in a way where things are not as they should be. <laughs> and so the requirement is for you to change and become like that word. Okay, let's, let's hold. All right. The requirement is for me to change. Yes. Meaning, every time the word comes, mm. it's not coming to change my situation. No. This is not where I live by mercy. Mm -mm. Where God says, listen, I'm just getting you out of mercy for you to come to this place yes. where you can now think clear. Yes. So that now I can speak to you. Yes. In this place where we say we are, we are living by the proceeding word. Yes. We are saying that the word comes to change you. Yes. Now, you said something earlier. Mm. Your mind is not empty. Yes. Your experiences are not new. No, they are not. Okay. When the word comes and yes. finds this um, existing yes. position that you hold, yes. that war, yes. how do you advise somebody mm. how to go through so that the word can now bring down your past experiences, yes. events that happened that gave you this trauma or mm. this position mm. that you hold so dearly? Okay. I think, and, and let me use our examples yeah. now, and I think that's the crux of where we want to go today. Mm -hmm. Why that becomes vital is because the way we have had to journey with God to where we are today took all these things we are talking. Some of them took years <laughs> yes. for us to comprehend, break, and shift. Mm -hmm. But we did so that another generation doesn't take the same amount of time to make the breakthrough. Mm -hmm. But here's the thing. Yeah. And now let me come to why we are speaking today. Mm -hmm. We have come a journey with God where in certain years, when you're, when you're given a pioneering spirit, you tend to be impetus. You tend to jump out at every new opportunity mm -hmm. and go at it with everything you have. It is built into your DNA. It is not something you, you, you learn how to become. It is something you are, you learn how to manage. Okay? Now, because of that, we would just step out and go into the next thing and believe this is what God has told us. Let's do it. It could go wrong. But if God has said it, yes. it can't go wrong. Yes. So we, we journeyed and journeyed and journeyed. And over the years, we've seen that happen mm. so easily. It's become natural to us. We've realized it is not natural to everybody else. And I think also going back to that, yes. remember that for us, there's a time we've, we would sit down and ask ourselves yes. that Ad uh, Abraham, yes. God came to him and told him, I want to take you to a place. Mm -hmm. In this place, yes. I'm the only one who knows. I'm the only yes. one with the map. Yes. So you have to trust me exactly. to get you to that place. Yes. Now, when you get that place, it is me yes. who will tell you yes. this is the place. Exactly. And we asked ourselves, yeah. okay, did God stop talking? <laughs> did he stop with Abraham? And if he told yes. Abraham, yeah. why is it recorded? It's recorded for us so that we can be able to say, listen, yes, yes what I'm saying today, because we are coming from even a place that is totally warped up. Yes. I know he said it to Abraham. Mm -hmm. Abraham is my pattern. Yes. All right. To go to a place that God is showing him. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we said, if God speaks to us, yes. will we obey like Abraham? You know, I, I think the scripture we saw that hit us like a ton of bricks. Yeah. It says the next okay. day. Guys. Okay, hold on. 
Hold on one minute. And if that is the father of our faith, mm. then there's something called alacrity. Mm -hmm. That when God says, yes. in other words, our reasoning is this, God would not bother to say if he can't. It means he's already planned out. He cannot but bother to say you if he would. You remember there were times we'd sit down and ask each other, yeah. okay, what if you get out like Abraham yes. and then you go and get stuck? Mm -hmm. Now coming back, remember now we're not talking about just coming back. We're go. talking about, listen, yes. there are people who will say, your yeah. family will say, yes. people around you, your friends will say. So yes. you have a, all these pictures of people who will say. Sometimes yes. they can even demoralize you yes. or it can even cripple you exactly. from movement. Exactly. But we say it, Listen, when Abraham stepped out to go, yes. there's no way we saw him asking God, where did you leave me? Mm -hmm. Where is he? Can yes. you see him? Can yes. you hear him? Yeah. No, God was there to yes. fulfill his word. Yes. Then we saw something, that when God said that I will give you power to create wealth, mm. we went back to the word and yeah. we looked at that word and said, why did God speak this? Mm -hmm. But we saw something that he said there which is so powerful mm. and maybe is what has made us stay in that statement for over two years. Yes. When God said yes. that I am doing that yes. so that yes. I may fulfill the covenant I gave to your forefathers. There and we go. asked ourselves, wait, this power to create wealth is not about us. It's not us who are call, telling God to give us the power. Mm. He's saying, listen, I'm looking for a generation mm. that will make me true. There you go. I spoke to your forefathers and it must become a reality. Yes. But I need a people. So when we saw that, we said, listen, God yes. has spoken. Yes. Let's go. Now, let me give you some insight. Yeah. When God tells you he's going to do something, mm -hmm. using Abraham, yes. the reality of what God said could not be fulfilled in the <laughs> environment where Abraham was. Okay. So there were certain instructions that ended up with the land I will show you. It's like by get out of your father's house. Mm. Get out of your kindred to a place I will show you. Notice what God said. Yes. He defined what he was to get out of. Yes. He defined who he was supposed to exit from, mm -hmm. but he did not define where he was going. I will show you. I will only Meaning, show you. Trust me, yes. follow me, yes. I will show you. It also meant wow. you cannot comprehend where I'm going. Mm -hmm. You cannot see it until you exit first. Now, here is the catch. This is what God embedded in our DNA for years, mm. and this is what we want to pass on to you. Okay. That God will not show you the next dynamic until you exit the last one. Mm. Now, let me explain that in how we have walked TCC over time. Okay. So that some of you may finally understand questions you didn't want to ask. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh, you're answering our questions. Yes, that we, we've sought God and we realize we need to share this. Yes. You see, when God transited us out of a church order and talked about Ecclesia, he first took us out of church to the next place called Church Unusual. And I think it's time you say it, Getting out of church, the yes. church mode, the oh. only thing that you knew. Yes. The first thing that we experienced when we got out of the church mm. mode is Sunday morning, yes. sitting at home, Yes. you feel evil. You I'm feel like you, you're a sinner. A you feel like, wait, what are we doing? And you keep reminding yourself, yes. is God still okay yes. that we are here? Yes. It was not easy. Yes. Yeah? And everybody asks the wrong question. Mm -hmm. Now that you don't go to church, where do you go? Okay. There's always people <laughs> want a definition, and with God there are no definitions. Yes. He will reveal, I will show you. He mm. didn't say, I will tell you. Mm. I will show you. People want you to tell, and God is saying, I will mm -hmm. show. And I will only show if you leave and follow. Yes. So the first step was leave. Not, this is the thing, not God, I'm leaving to go where? He says, leave. Mm. As you leave, he says, sit here. Yes. As you sit, he says, listen, I'm trying to explain to you how to get a proceeding word worked out. Okay. A proceeding word is not a formula of steps. Mm. A proceeding word is in dashes. When one is fulfilled, yeah. the other comes. Why? Because you need the new mindset to interpret the next. Say that again, please. <laughs> because the mind you have here 
cannot interpret the third step. Mm. So Abraham needs to get out of his father's house yes. for him to even hear and understand. Exactly. That as long as he's in here, yes. he will interpret everything with the lenses of his father's exactly. house. Now when God says get out, he's telling you remove mm -hmm. how you know how to do, yes. how you interpret things. Completely. Remove how you interpret me exactly. and what I mean when I talk yes. to you from this position. Absolutely. Go to the next. Go to the next. Yeah. So that's what we had to do. Okay. And then as we went into that we have other prophetic words that were vague they become clear yes as these things begin to unfold mm -hmm. then the next thing was do church unusual and we did church unusual what were we doing church unusual we began to define the next place mm. in bits and pieces yes bits and pieces and it opened and it opened and opened then god says I'm giving you the power to create to well. Let's go back a bit. Let's go back to the place where we did church unusual. Yes. Some of the things that we got there mm. and they carry us even today yes. and they are so powerful yes. is when God started redefinition. Exactly. And that is when we sat and said, wait, everything we knew was redefined. Absolutely. The first thing you come and hear God telling you is, listen, I don't want worship on Sunday morning. There you go. I want worship as a lifestyle. I go. want you to worship me in the morning. Hmm. I want you to worship me in the night. So sometimes you look at a scripture and you say, now David knew what he meant. Yeah. When you see the psalmist, you're like, yes. oh, that's what he meant, that worship God in the morning, in the evening, yeah. all the time. And you're like, okay, I didn't understand. I thought worship was what we do on a Sunday morning there as you we go. wait for the sermon. You so go. you're like, wait, that one is destroyed. Yes. But when you receive the new one and you yes. say, wait, God has given us a new definition. Dynamic. And you walk in that. Yes. You're like, that is powerful. I know so when you meet someone who says, okay, TCC, do you have worship? No, we are worship. You're like, okay, what are How? you saying? Okay. How? That's a whole journey by itself. You know? Yes, yeah, so just to give you, it's, it's good you raise yeah. that. And many other matters. Mm -hmm. Matters like, do you have a prayer time? No. Prayer is a very powerful tool, correctly positioned. Yes. Things shift around you. Yes. We had to learn those models. Some we had learned before, now we saw the definition. Yes. Okay? Mm -hmm. Then there was the next phase where God says the power to produce wealth. wealth. And... As that began to unpack, one of the things God said very clearly was the power to produce wealth cannot function in the dynamic of the church economy. Mm. And so that statement might sound simple, but it meant the thing, even the transition we were calling church unusual, could not carry mm -hmm. what God was about to unpack. So what does God do? This is very normal. God, in every time of transition, does what he did with Abraham. Yes. Again, to a land I will show you, get mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. You must always get, get out. out. You must always get out. Now, it's important to understand a number of things. In our seasons of getting out, and I said there's some people who may begin to understand us now, mm -hmm. is that when God says get out, it is not a negotiation. <laughs> if you have committed and said that I am called. That means every call has to be answered. Yes. But you do not get to the answering of the calls before you have learned his voice. Okay? And learning his voice is a journey unique to everybody in a particular way. Mm. How do you know you hear his voice? Not by being sure that what he has said you know. But when he says it and you act, the proof comes over time you get better Yes. and better. Now the transition we're explaining to you, now we do almost instantly. Yes. All those steps we're breaking down for you. Mm. We've come to a place where we know it. When God speaks, we even know what to do next because we've heard how that works. Yes. Okay? Now mm. when that became clear, we began to realize that the journey of Church Unusual was a transition. It's like the wilderness, 40 days. Mm. Mm. 40 years. Yeah. If, if, like Jesus is 40. So yes. ours is not 40 years. Mm. Ours is 40 days. Mm. You can't, you are led by the Spirit. Yes. You deal with the devil. You return in the power of the Spirit. Mm -hmm. So the transition is shorter. Which means for you it should even be shorter. <laughs> That's the principle. Days. 14 days. <laughs> like yes. it should have been. Yeah. So in that window, we began to unpack and make changes. Now this is the thing. Okay. Whenever there is a shift of God, structures change. And we taught you guys. We taught about the ark. About the ark is just a structure. Mm. The cargo is the issue. Yes. So there are many arcs that we will build 
as we move with God, but we must never build monuments. There's, there's something you said. Yes. That God talked to us about the church unusual. Yes. That now moving to Ecclesia, mm -hmm. even this structure, mm -hmm. this ark, mm -hmm. cannot carry yes. what I'm talking about. It cannot exactly. even fathom what I'm trying to say. So yes. this has to shift. Yes. Now, before we go on, mm. on that shift of church unusual, mm. God talked to you about the temple yes. versus the city. Yes. Okay? Yes. Talk to us about that. That was a very, very serious issue. Basically, God said, listen, when you say Cyrus, God said, he shall build Jerusalem. That is a city. Okay. And then the foundation of the temple shall be shall laid. Be laid. Mm -hmm. Shall be laid. And as I checked the scripture carefully, I realized the temple foundation being laid was not primarily a Cyrus mandate. The building of the city was the primary mandate. Mm. All right? The temple is, is, is a setup that is important in the city, but the city is the issue. Okay. But it starts, the first journey, if you go to the book of Ezra, the first group built the temple. Mm. Then the city was built. So church unusual was the foundation. Mm. The temple. Yes. But that was not the design. The design was the city. In other words, a new dynamic of function. Mm. So when God made that clear to us, I want to say to you that building the temple in the old model is building church. Church has structures. These structures have got pastors, meetings, um, certain programs, programs, yeah, let's call it programs and all yeah. those things. Mm -hmm. And those things have their place. People, they have their place. Okay. Gatherings have their place. They are transitional. Yes. Okay? But God's intent for us was the city. The city. And so when God said it's time to build the city, he said we have to exit from the design of the temple. The foundation has been laid. We now know how to access God. Mm. What do we mean by the foundation? We had to teach all the fundamental principles. Yes. Morality, marriage, order, structure. All those things must be embedded mm. from within you. Mm. In fact, if you read the book of Revelation, when the city comes, mm -hmm. the very strange thing it says there's no temple. <laughs> there's in no it. temple in that city. The city coming out of God has no temple in it. Mm. Meaning, and the Bible says the Lord and the people are its temple. Mm. The whole model is the city. Yes. Everything has changed. So the, when you talk about um, God taking us from church unusual to the yes. ecclesia, yes. the one thing God was loud and clear about yes. is that we are not talking about a temple economy, a temple structure, yes. a temple design. Yes. We are talking about a city. Exactly. And if you listen to the church, mm -hmm. when you talk of the message or mm. the core message of the church yes. is the temple and this temple is talking you is teaching you how to be a priest unto god yes. but the temple messages you'll always yes. find what the church teaches today yes. it's not what it was supposed to yes. be but what it has turned out to be yes. is one that teaches you how to talk to god yes. but not how to interact with the earth that's it the city is how to interact with the earth exactly so right now the church has become a dome that captures people into it teach you how to exit into heaven deal yes. with with the heavenly matters absolutely but when you tell the church how do you deal with the earth? Mm. It's almost like they get stuck. Yes. So we are kings and priests. Mm -hmm. Priests unto God, mm -hmm. but kings unto the earth. Exactly. But from a temple position, that's not a message that we and hear. And this is the thing, if you study Israel, Israel was designed and structured around its kings, not its temples. Yes. Okay? Whoever was king mm -hmm. determined the direction the nation went into. Yes. Even though they were priests in the mm -hmm. temple. Mm -hmm. Okay? And that's very important to understand. Yes. Because of that, we have built a city around a temple mm. instead of around a throne. Wow. The throne of David will last. The temple doesn't exist. Mm. So, when you talk about now the ecclesia, yes. the ecclesia is about building a city. Yes. It's about affecting the nations. It's affect about affecting the systems. There it's about go. coming out there and saying, listen, yes. we are now bringing order, the kingdom order. But you cannot bring kingdom order to the education sector mm -hmm. or the, let's say, governance yes. or whichever industry you talk about. Yep. If you're operating from the temple position, yes. you must be having yes. a city mentality. Yes. And that's where yeah. the church unusual yes. had to kind of bow exactly. for the business unusual. To arise. Okay. Because we had to shift. Yeah. We are a kingdom. Yes. We had to shift from the altar to the throne. Mm. Very important. The altar becomes embedded. Mm. The throne becomes visible. 
completely changed. These are issues we'll be sharing in the near future with more detail, but we're just trying to explain where we are so that many people can find their place. Yes. Okay? Now, for that reason, there are certain changes and shifts that we had to make. But you don't make changes and shifts without first going in isolation with God. Yes. Getting the design. Moses had to go on the mountain, mm -hmm. get the design, the pattern, then you come back and give it to the Bezalels to build. Okay. So that required certain changes and shifts. It required that some of the things we did as TCC also had to change. Many of our groupings, the men unusual, women unusual, all of them, were designed from a church unusual perspective. Mm. Okay? Therefore, they were governed with the order of a church order. Mm. We had to redefine the center to kingdom business so that they will all now be redefined. And some of you, the business and usual group, have begun to see yes. the path of redefinition. Mm -hmm. In the men, you're beginning to see. So we're beginning to, you will begin to see a redefinition in all the arenas because if the priesthood, if the law be changed, then the yeah. priesthood will also change the design. And that is why you have heard we have shifted from a pastoral leadership. Mm. And we have no more of an apostolic leadership, meaning people pioneering in economic structure, mm. in business structure. Yes. So the people that you referred to as pastors, and it's still wrong, you can, not wrong, you can do that, but understanding that if they're shepherding you in a business economic dimension, they're shepherding the old order of thinking of how the church works as a pastor. Mm. That model is no longer in function. And it may have confused some of you. Mm. You may have misunderstood what is going on. Some of you have wondered why we've been kind of invisible and not engaging too much. Yes. Because we were building a design that we had to be clear from. Remember Moses was told by God after this design that I showed you. Mm. When the design has been shown, then you come to the people and release the design. I think I'm hearing that we're in a moment where many things will be redefined, okay? Mm. And when we talk about business unusual, mm. this is the, also the moment when we saw a lot of uh, people coming from the nations. Mm. Church unusual, yeah. we are still localized, local. all right? Mm. But in the business unusual, mm. we have now people in the nations, mm. meaning we can also not do things the same way, way we did them yeah. before. If today yeah. we say we have a gathering, it means you are excluding a yes. whole... A whole major section <laughs> of people. You know? yeah. And these people who are out there, how do we make them feel that we are all in one, mm -hmm. one, one arc? Yes. All right? And the other thing I hear is that TCC globally must start being, be, uh, must start having this mentality of flexibility. Yes. Don't be tied into this one thing and say, listen, I only know that God said we enter the ark. And now God mm -hmm. is saying, get out. You're telling him, no, Lord, I'm not coming out. Why? You told us to enter. Now you're mm -hmm. telling us to come out and we're refusing. Yes. So God is telling us, listen, we will destroy many yes. arks. Yes. Because in this new place called the Ecclesia, the one thing God does is destroy the ark so that you don't stay flexible. Neither do you stay with a place where you now um, uh, to a, build a season. Build. Yes. The old. Yes. And that's why even in the, you had, uh, there's a time God told them uh, when they're on the mountain, mm. you've been here for too long. Break the camp. Break this camp. Break you need camp. to move. God is always telling you break. And the Bible talks about the man who is on a journey, pilgrimage. The man who is blessed is the one who is always on, a, on, on, on movement from yes. point A to point B. You do not stop. Absolutely. That is Psalms 84. Yes. Five. You are always on a move. Yes. That is the kind of person God is looking Absolutely. for. Absolutely. Yeah. So you've heard us say over and over, we are sent to the nations. Yes. The season has arrived. Mm. And what that means is that certain structures we had, certain patterns we had, cannot fit this model. Yes. Yet, they were the foundation on which the new level is going to function. Mm. So yes, there's been that journey, there's been that shift, but we are saying this because we want you to understand us. What we do is that when we hear God on a thing, if we don't have clarity, we wait until we get the design. But if we get... Once we get the design... <laughs> you can't stop us. Nothing in hell, nothing on the earth or under the earth... Yes can redirect where we are headed. Mm. We put our head down yes. and we go. I think right now we can say, if there's something we are holding on and saying, listen, heaven will back us up, yes. is when you see a scripture and say, this is a reality, it's this true. is a promise of God. Before, we have even taken the promises of God yes. and turned them into songs. I'm telling you. Not because we don't want to see them in our lives, but no. because we are like, okay, how do you do this? Yes. How, does how this can work? God promise you? 
that if you live by the proceeding word, you will see one, two, three yes. things. How do I see that? Yes. How do I see that when, when uh, Elijah is told, mm. get out of the brook, go, you will find a widow. Yes. When he goes, he finds a widow. Okay, where is that voice of God yes. that can direct you and mm. you see what you say? Yes. And maybe even this point I can say, mm. for us even, when we talk of we want to see God. We yes. heard about the school. Mm. Yeah. And I think some of you, unless you are uh, watching us for the first time, you've heard us talk about the school. Mm. Adopt a class. Yes. We do it. We did it. We just and, took it on. And we, you're like, listen, we are going to do this. And this is not a TCC project. Yes. This is us. Yes. God telling us, adopt a class. Absolutely. All right. Tell yeah. us where we are now. What are we yeah, well, <laughs> all sorts of things began to happen. We, we took it up. And let me explain something. Mm -hmm. We also have this clear thing that when God tells us to do something, we don't assume he's telling you to. Mm. Because that is the old model where it's a community thing and you feel compelled you must be. Yes. We believe if God has said it, if he has activated us to do something, he's also activated those who want to be a part of it. Mm, yes. And some will be from within the local community. Some will be from the global community. Mm -hmm. Others will be friends from outside the community. Yes. And that's what has begun to happen. We took up the idea of adopting a class of 16 children. Needy. Didn't have much. Me, my wife, my children. We did what we could. Suddenly, some of you said, we've heard what you're doing. We want to come along. We've been able to do amazing things. We've been able to paint the classes, renovate, get desks, buy uniforms, buy books for a whole year, get all sorts of things. No, get books, not buy. They get books, basically donated. Yes. People gave. Mm -hmm. And so we've moved. Now as we go forward, our mandate is expanding. Yes. It's moving beyond and adopt the class. A class to adopt the school. <laughs> But at the same time, more and more people are beginning to show up, mm. saying, how can we help? How can we be a part of this? Or we know other people, give us the story. So we are now documenting what's going on and what God has done. Those who want to know more about it, ask. You'll get links and information. But why I said that, why I yes. asked about that story, yes. is because when somebody hears like, okay, wait, you're talking about how many children? So many. 16. And of course, you can, you can be like, okay, 16, are you going to handle this? Yes. But when we started, we don't come and say, God said, adopt a class, and now let's go cheap. If you want to buy them uniform, can you look for the cheap material? We ask ourselves, when God speaks, he is the father of these children. You are not. Yeah. That's how we talk at home. Eh? Yes. This is how we talk. Yeah. It is not you. It's not our children. Wait. Yes. Why are you getting, like, now let's say I give you a quotation. Yes. You'll be checking and saying, why are you buying those shoes? We are not going to buy something cheap because we think they are needy, they'll accept anything. It That's is wrong. not us, it is their father. So when you have these conversations at yes. home, by the time we finish, and a month later you come and say, listen, I'm hearing, it's not just about a class, it's a school. Oh, yes. So when we sit, we are like, listen, there's God in heaven. When he speaks, you better believe. And that is why for us in TCC, we are, our heart, if you see our heart today, or all this time, is we, we are praying for a people who will say, we don't trust you, we trust the God who speaks and to you. And the word that different. you've received. And, and the That's the difference, yes. yeah. And how we built on the school issue is this. Exactly what we said. Mm -hmm. This We're not doing charity, we are transforming. Yes. Transformation takes commitment. Means we are working with these kids until we can track their lives to the, when they leave this school. <laughs> so we were not giving charity and a few handouts and a few clothes and, then and thank you very much. Yes. That would go completely against the grain of what we teach and speak about. We are committed on this journey and we know God would have this. In other words, if today you come and ask me, what is one of the things you're doing I can show you? Mm. In terms of the word we speak that the power produces mm. and it creates. We've gone beyond just empowering the children. Yes. We are going into empowering the parents to mm. be able to take care of their own children. And that's the journey we are speaking about in these issues. Mm. Why are we sharing these things with you? Because some of you may be, uh, you see, if you come from a church paradigm, we realized that we may have transited into kingdom, business unusual, and left a lot of TCC. <laughs> church unusual. Uh, church unusual. <laughs> and so certain programs you're used to are missing. So Certain activities are not happening yes. anymore. So we realized we need to backtrack Yes, and let you know you are not crazy. So if you say today, our conversations today, yes, in very few words, yes, what are we saying? You see like how I can take all this message <laughs> and tell chat GPT, yes. summarize for me, what are we saying? So can you summarize? All right, what we are saying is people, 
we have made major shifts and changes into this environment called business unusual. It is the core call where the mandate God gave us will function as the Cyrus community. It is also the place where the power to produce wealth is activated to function. It also means certain things that we were doing that were part that worked for us in the past, just like the ark preserves you, mm. can no longer function in this mandate. Yes. But we also understand that various of you are at various stages mm. of getting here. Mm -hmm. So today we want to just tell you it is okay. Transit. We are here to encourage you. There is room for you to move and to move accelerated. Yes. But we are also here to inform you that our shifts are rather radical and rather quick and will keep moving, so do not feel that you are um, duty-bound to yes. catch up. Yep. No, grow where you are, mm. move comfortably, don't feel pressure, and understand you can't catch everything overnight, you can't be everything immediately, yes. but you can do the best where you are, and there is grace to accelerate you. There is grace to accelerate you. <laughs> Listen, the Father who spoke the earth into being, who spoke the everything we see and don't see into being that same god when he speaks believe his word mm -hmm. you may not believe the men around you the women yes. around you but believe his word mm -hmm. tell yourself this word i'm hearing it will become something in my life it will change me and change my environment that yes. is our desire and that we want to grow in that absolutely hearing more of him absolutely. and believing it and walking in it and seeing it manifest in our lives all right that's our conversation today and i believe it has changed somebody's life thinking and maybe tomorrow you will start your journey in god in a different way thank you for watching this episode of the kingdom conversations the big question remains what have you heard and what are you going to do about it keep tracking with us like and follow us on our social media handles, The Cyrus Community on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can send in your questions through Facebook or use the email on your screen. And as Micah 4.4 says, may you be found seated under your vine and under your fig tree. Until our next episode, keep it kingdom, keep it pure.